To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the case of Karo Schrubeck comes to a final close in March. The convicted drug smuggler has been told to finalise his affairs in New Zealand because he's going to be deported then. You may remember Schrubeck. He arrived here on a fake ID, uh, but avoided going back to the Czech Republic because he said that he feared for his safety there. He does have a criminal record in the Czech Republic and now here as well. His long battle has come to an end. With me, uh, Queen City Law Managing Director Marcus Beveridge. And uh, Marcus, thanks so much for your time. Oh, Happy New Year, Tim. Happy New Year. Let's just recap... Uh, this is uh, this began for us nearly twenty years ago when he arrived. Yeah, and and the really amazing thing was that he was incarcerated for serious drug dealing, and the minister at the time, Liz Galloway, um, cancelled or uh, granted him residency when he was in jail, which I, I don't know if it's been done before, but I think the whole nation was rather gobsmacked by that. And um, you know, he's he's got crimes of violence, which he's appealing. Um, in the in, in Czechoslovakia, but the Immigration Protection Tribunal said, we don't really care about that. We acknowledge you've got exceptional circumstances because you've spent so long in New Zealand, but it would bring the whole system into disrepute if we assisted you further, so um, off you go. But yeah. for the law and order type people, it's a, a bit like the Sri Lankan terrorist, you know, why was he at liberty? Um, and, and this guy sort of gained the system for a long time, and it looks a bit like a fiasco. It makes us look like a bit of a banana republic, you know, like crime pays. On the other hand, he does have an exceptional background in kickboxing, being a world champion, so um, kudos well, for that. But what what do you do? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. But, yeah, no, the crimes of violence, the serious drug dealing, the... Um, the deceit and fraud on the New Zealand government. I don't think there was any real other outcome. Now he could look at a judicial review, but you need to churn a, a judge's guts. And I don't think any judge is going to be too concerned about this. Yeah. Or he could he could appeal to the minister again, or he could leave. And I assume he'll be subject to a five-year ban, uh, or in fact prohibited from coming back and might may find it very difficult to get back into the country. Given what he claims about his position and uh, the threats he says uh, he's up against in the Czech Republic, wouldn't an asylum claim have been a better route from the get-go, a more honest way to go about it? Yeah, uh, funny you should say that, because several uh, colleagues of mine have mentioned the same thing, so I'm not quite sure what happened there, but... um, nor of the precise background, but I think he was suggesting that if he went back and gave testimony, he could be murdered or something and that was corrupt police officials i'm not sure what's happened over the passage of time back in czechoslovakia but um you know i mean forgetting about that he did he did sell a lot of um serious drugs here in new zealand and so just that alone would normally be enough to say that you don't meet the standard requirement of being good character to come here it has, I guess, thrown some light on the processes of at the Immigration Department itself, whether things could be tighter there, uh, and as you, as you suggest, whether we've got a reputation as a soft touch. Yeah, well, there's a bit of mystery going right back to when, when he was um, working in Auckland and, and the VIPs that he was dealing with back then, and quite why uh, Lise Galloway 
granted him residence against the advice of his officials. His uh, INZ officials told him not to do so, but for some reason, which may emerge in the fullness of time, he elected to go ahead and do this bizarre act. Um, and so I, I guess one day he may publish his memoirs and we'll find out exactly what did happen. But, um, yes. There has been suggestions that he uh, had contacts in high places. Anything to substantiate that? Uh, I understand there is some evidence floating around, which is very hard to procure. Um, and and um, um, there was people who used to frequent a place called the Pony Club. Um, I think there's some TV and Z rock stars there as well. But uh, look, it's all just it's all just uh, scuttlebug, really, isn't it? And um, so. Uh, why, why Lee's Galloway? He, he said he had a bad day and didn't didn't read the submissions from his own um, uh, staff. Yeah. And then I think he had an didn't he have an affair with one of the staff and then he resigned or something? I can't remember what happened with him. But but in any event, um, you know, it, it wasn't our finest moment. What do we learn from this whole sorry saga? Uh, nearly twenty years on. Well, I guess I guess what we need to start thinking about is climate change and climate change refugees and you know our friends up in Indonesia, 280 million Muslims in Jakarta going underwater and how the Aussies, you know, they have a far more cutthroat sort of they throw you out to the saltwater crocodiles, you know, and you'd be at Christmas Islands by lunchtime. But for our sort of leading heart liberals, we can't really imagine living like that. But we 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 may need to toughen things up here and there and. And uh, when 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 people um, are not of good character, demonstrably, we we may need to tighten things up so they're actually out by lunchtime. Although that would offend some Kiwis in terms of you know how, the way they see the world. But the world is changing, and um, you know uh, some countries are slowly going underwater, and you know people will be looking for new places to live. I guess, yeah. and we just need to decide what we want to be careful, what we wish for. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people would have sympathy with that view when it comes to genuine uh, refugees and asylum seekers, but shysters, uh, I, I think uh, we, we would prefer the Aussie approach. Yeah, that's right. That's the way I see it too. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just you know, this thing takes so long and the wheels of justice are so slow. And, I mean, even civil litigation, to see the inside of a courtroom, you're looking at at least a year to get there. And in the meantime, you know, like someone, what a journalist should do is do an official information act and see what this whole fiasco has cost the taxpayer. And, you know, like, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm know, sure it'll probably, probably be seven digits, you know. Yeah, we funded the whole <laughs> thing as well. Thanks so much for your time yeah. this morning. Really appreciate it. Uh, Marcus Beveridge, Queen City Law Managing Director with us at Newstalk ZB. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.